0: This week on Just Like That, the number one Mike Goldberg-inspired podcast on the planet. We will recap UFC 290, Volkanovski versus Rodriguez. Hit you with our segments, Isn't He Awesome, and Real World Callouts. And last but not least, we will preview UFC Fight Night, Holm versus Silva. Here we go.
1: All right, here we go. We are back, coming off of an electric um, pay-per-view card—one that really lived up to the hype and then some. Um, got all that to recap, and then we have a card to preview that we may be not quite as uh, hyped about, but no, not at all. <laughs> but nevertheless, we're still uh, in our in our in grind mode, so to speak, getting through this uh, stretch of cards that. Um, seems like we're five or six or whatever through started our league league week one in the books so a lot going on but uh we'll get to all that soon um before we do we'll start things off as we always do with our take of the week so Ryan as always take us away
0: all right I'm going with uh Bo Nickel isn't that good he the UFC I think they realize this which is uh why they're matching them up pretty soft and I think they'll continue to do so um I think uh, Bo Nichols is about to get the Sean O'Malley treatment and uh, get a bunch of cans, and then uh, an easy path to the to try to build him up to a title shot. Do you
1: think he can get better? First of all, you may have had this take before, but you're real. But after this after this week, I think it's a good time to. Uh,
0: yeah, we got to rehash that one because uh, I mean everybody. Don't get me wrong, he he beat the shit out of Val, but uh, <laughs> I mean that well, was Val, by uh, the way. Who? Are
1: you calling him Val because you don't remember the rest of his name? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Woodcock or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Woodburn. Woodbum.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, late notice replacement. Very, very late. I would have been very curious to see him fight Sean Gore. Not that Gore is necessarily a top-of-the-division guy, but a lot more – he would have told us a lot more
0: about where – uh Bo Nickel sits in like the hierarchy of the division yeah Instead, I think we Bo got... Nickel could lose to somebody like Treshawn Gore maybe not Sean Gore but I don't I don't think he's that much better than Treshawn Gore right now and that's the weird thing like I
1: keep going back to it like he beat Jamie Pickett in like three minutes or something or two minutes but
0: he had a lot of trouble getting him down yeah I I doesn't seem like he's the as good of a wrestler as uh I mean obviously he's a really good wrestler but as far as MMA wrestling goes like I don't know. I don't know if it's... It, it doesn't seem like he has, like, uh, like Khabib-level like dominance Kamaru or something. Usman level wrestling. Yeah, exactly. It'd be interesting
1: to see him and Kamaru wrestle in an octagon just to see... I mean, just... I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, we just don't know. Like, we just don't know. Like, we don't know. We have not seen him fight <laughs> anybody worth, worthy of... I mean, Jamie Pickup, like I said, he's, he's
0: only there to put guys over. Like, he's there to lose. Yeah, he's a bum. And Val was... He's not even... He's just there because the guy that they picked to put him over couldn't show up, so yeah. <laughs> he's even worse. He's the backup to the guy that puts people over.
1: Yeah, and I mean, whether your take ends up being right or wrong, I mean, I tend to—I've said some similar things um, over the weeks, over the months. Um, I okay. think we need somebody somewhere balancing out like the hype he's getting for seemingly like no reason
0: yeah it's insane somebody's I mean, got
1: to be the naysayer
0: exactly and I, i'm just gonna stay strong and so don't get me wrong i think he could get like i think he will improve and he could get the o'malley treatment and get like uh an easy path to contending for the title but um i don't know i don't think he's i mean he hasn't had that many ufc fights but i don't think he's going to be ready to go on that run as soon as people thought he was
1: yeah yeah and uh another like thing to consider is like a lot of people this fight especially it's like look at how good he was in the stand-up like that's what that's his weakness and he knocked the guy out right away it's like did you see the
0: guy he fought yeah and i mean he got tagged to begin with and then he tried to like panic shoot a takedown <laughs> and got stuff bad yeah so i just
1: yeah one way or another like he's just not it's we just haven't seen very much no so um we'll keep a close eye on that take uh to be fair you've been right on a lot of your uh scorching takes as far as how prospects have panned out i feel like no matter what if you just say like this guy's not a champion it sounds super controversial but like what are the odds that all these people get to be champions like, yeah, it's so it's rare not very, not very it's so odd. hard to be a champion and be <laughs> like yeah that guy's not championship caliber it's like what no way but like all you need is one guy, a Volkanovski or a Kamara Usman, to hold up a division for four years, and yeah. your window passes. And it,
0: it sounds like a good take, and, a, and you're going to be right more often than not. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a, it's
1: it's a hot take. Like, oh, that guy, he's not champion. He's not champion material. Well, you could say that about so many guys that were very, very good, and they just didn't get there. So. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I, might, I might take that one. You can say he's just not very good. I'll say, like, uh, I don't think he's championship caliber. <laughs> there you go. So it takes a lot for me to be wrong. Um, yours is a little more subjective. But uh, move on to my take here, a little more on the positive side. Um, and I reserve the right to change this at any time just, just because that's just, like, uh, I think I'm still, like, living in the moment a little bit or prisoner of the moment a little bit. But I don't think I can think of a more exciting card than the one we had on Saturday.
0: Yeah, I I was Where trying did to think Would you rank it? Top it's, 5 all time? It's up there. Yeah, top 10 for sure. Maybe top 5. I'd have to I'd have to really do some thinking back on it, but um I mean, it seems like it's like every two or three years there's a pay-per-view that's as good as this one maybe not even maybe like every five years every two to five years or something we yeah. get one like this good book it's been a while since we've gotten a really good one and the problem is you can't
1: relive like the feeling like the high of it so you yeah. don't you can't like you can be like oh, i don't I can't remember the last time i a car like i remembered this and i felt like this from a from a card but it's like it's because you can't like you can't relive it. That's why it's like a kind of like a drug. Like you're always trying to get that high again. Oh yeah. Because you can't fake you can't fake it and you can't manufacture it. Um, a few like I can remember individual performances that had me like that, like uh, Max Holloway over Calvin Cater. Um, you know, probably several others I could come up with off the top of my head, but the whole card, like beginning to end, like guys I never heard of in the on the early prelims.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was uh it was good from top to bottom, and uh, yeah, it is kind of crazy. You get, you know, if I watch the uh, post fight press conference, then that means it was a it was a great card because yeah. I always go back and watch those on really good cards. Man, I'm trying to think of one where we were like texting about it till like
1: I was still in the Midwest, so it was like till two thirty in the morning. So it was like two and a half hours after the card. Yeah. I remember we both watched all the post fight stuff. It was probably around like it was probably about three years ago. So it probably does happen like every three years or so, but. I just can't remember what it was like I, I just don't think I'll ever
0: forget it. like I just don't think I kind of have it. a memory of it I just I can't remember the exact card or anything right now but I remember I kind of remember and it was probably like three years ago for sure but um and I think it was maybe like late summer card or something yeah or? it was
1: definitely summer card I remember having my windows open um yeah and I, I I'd have to look and see to try to remember it but I know it was a good one um it was it must have been shortly after like it must have been shortly after covid Cause I don't, we weren't doing the podcast before COVID.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it was probably right around when we started. Yeah. It would
1: have been like four or five months into it. So we could probably get to the, get down to it somehow, but yeah, like, like off the top of my head though, I, I still, even, even knowing, so whatever that one was, maybe that one was another top five or like, I just, this one was just so good from beginning to end. It was, it was like two decisions and the two decisions were insane fights, Hooker and, uh, Hooker and Turner and uh, Moreno and Pantoja, Pantoja yeah, like yeah, the, that the was the decisions sick. were two of the two of the best fights.
0: Yeah, I mean Turner's a bomb. Can't be, can't be the dude is crippled in the fight.
1: I th- I figured it out what it is with Dan. How do you just can't bet on Dan Hooker fights because if he, if you get him out of there early, he looks terrible. But if you let him get going, he's looks like a Terminator.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. And you Definitely. don't know you
1: don't know if it's gonna which ones go, you're gonna get because you don't know if he's gonna get sparked early.
0: Yeah, exactly. He, he comes in there and looks completely different depending on depending on the fight if he gets going or not I guess right yeah
1: it's a, it's if you can get him out of there early he'll, he'll go like you can get him out of there early but if you let him get into like the late first round early second round like just gets in like a terminator mode which is what happened but we'll uh, we'll get to that shortly well we're gonna recap a lot of these fights here so we'll um, try to be a little maybe not a little selective but we'll try to uh, focus our attention more so where it needs to be focused. Like, for example, we'll start off with Volkanovski versus um, Yair. Just really wasn't a great matchup for Yair that maybe it seemed like it might have. The thing with Yair is he's going to have to, like, head kick somebody, and it seemed like, oh, maybe there's a chance uh, Volk could be susceptible to something like that. He just doesn't seem like he has those weaknesses.
0: Um, He doesn't have any weakness. No no weakness, dude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who was that, the fighter? Do you remember Vitor (laughs) Balfour? Yeah,
0: yeah. Vitor, no known weaknesses. I'm weakness. like a
1: UFC like thirteen or something, like Vitor Belfort, no known weaknesses, no known weaknesses. <laughs> I need to make that meme. I need to make I need to make a note. Yeah, no get that meme. up. <laughs> Anyways, so Yair does have too many, a lot of weaknesses. He has some holes in his game. What really caught like what cost him in that fight was just a naked crazy kick he threw. Yeah. And he got clipped with that right hook. And then did you see when Volk took him down too? Like he took him down. And put him in ground and pound position all in one movement. Yeah, it was like just flawless.
0: He's on another level, dude. And I, I never th- thought I'd be saying this about him. He really came around since I, I hated him after the uh, first Holloway fight. For so. Stole decision from Max Holloway. Yeah, but um, I mean, damn, the dude is is unbelievable. He's uh, as good as it gets. I think he'll beat, I think he'll be the one fifty five champ. I think he'll be the double champ, and. Uh, Dude, who knows? Maybe he can go up to 170. I don't know. Uh, this guy could be the first triple champ, to be honest with you. I mean, weight doesn't seem to be an issue. He can't get submitted. He has no neck. He, because he has no neck, it doesn't seem like he can get knocked out either. Uh, it's kind of insane. He's 35, so he's getting old, but he seems like he's getting better still every single fight. But he fight. didn't
1: start training until he was like 24.
0: Yeah, that's insane that he can go from being like a professional in a different sport to being this good at MMA like in not that long a time. So it is, it's really wild.
1: Yeah, it's it is just
0: a crazy, and he
1: seems to be improving, and everything seems to be like clicking more and more. Honestly, like he's getting close to like he's not far off. It, It's hard to say because he could go on to lose like six fights in a row at the end of his career, could all fall off a cliff in one one turn, one wrong, one head kick, whatever. He's like getting close to like that Mount Rushmore status, even though he's a new generation, newer generation fighter.
0: Yeah, for sure. I if think if he would have
1: beat Makachev, I, th- I would have been like, it'd be hard to say he's not like a Mount Rushmore.
0: Yeah, I think it just age is working against him at this point. Um, you know, he's never going to be able to get as many title defenses as like John Jones or something. But um, I mean, just the way that he dismantles people, and even like he's not facing an easy division or anything like that. But he's still just making it look easy. So it's really impressive. Yeah. Yeah, and as
1: far as Jair goes, uh, he, he just never really got anything going. He didn't land the body kicks, the leg kicks that he was used against Josh Emmett. It just it was a different fighter. Um, I, I, I mean, he was fighting a different guy. He
0: wasn't fighting Josh Emmett, so that yeah, stuff that's didn't work. that's the other thing. It seems like nobody lands on Volkanovski. Like, you get in there and guys freeze up. Like, Holloway, like the king of volume, just doesn't land that much volume when he fights Volkanovski. I don't know what he does, but um, I mean, different than everybody He's else. Great He's a great counterpuncher. Yeah, exactly. He can do... He can, fight offensively defensively yeah it doesn't look like he's that much shorter than everybody else in there though when he comes out he fights yeah unbelievably
1: yeah man he's just uh he's up there and he's another one too where maybe he's not the most exciting guy although his fights have lately been pretty exciting but he's one where he used longevity of a champion to build his stock more so than just throwing out like banger exciting fights
0: yeah exactly so yeah i mean it is pretty insane. He's he's just getting through these guys easy. So Yeah, he's just cutting through them.
1: Uh Brandon Moreno, Alexander Pantoja. Pantoja goes up 3 and 0 in the rivalry here. 2 and 0 officially, 3 and 0 if you count their uh Ultimate Fighter um exhibition. Uh this fight was insane. I thought Panto I bet on Pantoja. Just a guy's beat a guy twice already. Um you know, Moreno's obviously improved a lot, but the the line was a little bit uh seemed a little bit crazy to me for um a guy that's already beat a guy twice. so like you gotta give him some. He he has something something has figured out. Um Moreno did break his arm in the fight. I don't know how much of a factor that played. It did seem like Moreno in times it was like, why why did you let him get on your back in the fifth round and just ride it out? Why did you do this? why did you do that? It seemed like Pantoja was completely gassed after one round, but he has like that uh I think DC
0: brainwashed people into thinking that he was gassed.
1: I mean I didn't even I could barely hear the volume. It just looked oh, like he yeah. was it just looked like he was just Moreno just had a, had a run there where he was tagging him with everything he threw.
0: Gee, yeah, he did. He, it was I mean, Moreno looked like really really good on the feet, but it looked like he didn't train any wrestling. Like, I don't know, Pantoja, he's usually a ground guy. He usually mixes in takedowns and stuff, and it's like Moreno thought this was going to be a strictly stand-up fight. I think this might go to your point when uh when you picked Pantoja last week that uh he probably, you know, he worked on his striking and the half of the time he's supposed to work it. On his wrestling, he was with his family or something. So, oh um, yeah, the child theory. Yeah, so I think he might have skipped wrestling to hang out with the the children. You know, so that's so that's not my theory. Um, that's just a theory that uh, somebody has been giving to me, feeding
1: to me, and it's <laughs> been paying off. We have the ultimate test coming up. Terrence Crawford is fighting uh, Errol Spence. Big boxing match coming up. Showtime does their own version of like embedded. Yeah. Terrence Crawford hanging out with his kids. If Terrence Crawford loses, we know that that it's that. Theory's undefeated
0: yeah 100 percent. that's
1: like the ultimate test that's like if if yeah i don't even know who to compare that'd be like volkanovski hanging out with his kids and then losing like that's uh but yeah um that was a great fight though that was an insane fight i didn't think it was gonna i didn't think it, the whether or not the guys were gassed or not which they both looked tired at different times in the fight the pace was insane
0: yeah it was it was a really good fight so i mean and the judge that scored at four rounds for moreno that was that's pretty crazy. insane i think it
1: was, I, was it Adelaide Bird.
0: No, I don't think so. Uh, she scored
1: uh, She scored one bad. She was She was at that. She scored some fights, but it might not have been that one.
0: No, I don't think it was that one. It was, um, I can't remember who. Maybe Derek Cleary or something. Uh, but, um, yeah, I went and looked at the media members on the MMA decisions, you know, and 20 of the judges scored the fight for Pantoja, with some of them being four rounds for Pantoja and some uh, three. Uh, five judges scored it for Moreno. So, or media members, I mean, scored it for Moreno. And they scored it at 48 47. So that judge is the only person out of like 30 people <laughs> in the people. world, in the <laughs> <Yeah>. world. <laughs> that scored four rounds for uh, Moreno. I was completely blind because I,
1: I bet on Pantoja. Um, so I was totally, I was like, okay, you won the first round, probably lost the second round. I thought it could have been two to two going into five.
0: Yeah, I and thought he, he definitely he... won round five. Yeah, definitely. You definitely ran, won rounds, what, won in... one and three or one and four? One and four. One. Th- it was one, three, and five, I think he for sure won. And I think maybe four was close. I can't remember.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the consensus in our group was that he was up to going into round five.
0: Yeah. But I mean the other two judges, they had it tied going into round five, so
1: Yeah. I mean that was a great fight. And it just goes to show like they're they almost have to run it back, like, because it was a close fight. Moreno did break his arm. He was the champion. He probably does deserve a yeah, chance. there's just not enough 125ers. Like.
0: It's not a trilogy. It, only title fights count for, like, yeah. once once you become a chan Once the, the title fight, the count gets reset, I feel like. So uh, it's like I, one zero. 0 Pantoja. I can go
1: along with that. I think that's fair. Also, yeah, I mean, that's like Adesanya versus uh, Pereira. Like, they fought under different circumstances twice before.
0: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't UFC, but still. That same difference. Like once it gets to the UFC, it starts. The, yeah. or once it's a UFC title fight, the count resets. Yeah, so so Adesanya and Pereira are
1: one and one instead one, of three-to-one, three, yeah. three to one, right?
0: Yep. Okay,
1: yeah, that, I'm in the same boat there. Like Whatever happened outside of the title fights is irrelevant.
0: Yeah, exactly. Who so did they do that We can see it two more times, potentially.
1: Oh, Usman. They just did it with Usman uh, Edwards. Like, it felt weird calling that Usman versus Edwards 2. Oh, uh-huh, yeah even like uh even different weight classes like even calling poirier mcgregor too i always call it like the second and third fight i always call it the like
0: they fought a different Yeah, weight it class. shouldn't be two when it's the first title fight because it wasn't the card name like now it's the card name so like that the first fight was on whatever whoever for yeah. whoever yeah. you know so this is like the first headlining they were event. side characters yeah exactly
1: yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that's a um a fair distinction to make. So it's so yeah. So I mean, and plus they just have to run it back anyways. There's not enough 125ers. If you yeah. get a good matchup in the 125, you just make them fight forever. Uh Moreno just got time to figure it out. Right. <laughs> now you got three more with Pantoja and you got three more with the next guy. Yeah,
0: everything's a trilogy when it comes to the 125 division.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's all you can do. Uh I think Roy Val gets the next shot. That's exciting.
0: Yeah, that should be a good fight.
1: Pantoja already beat him once, but Yeah. Again. Yeah, that was
0: early in Roy Vell's career, right? Maybe it was, like, I second or third fight. Relative.
1: he's only been in the UFC, yeah. like, three he's years. He's
0: had a cl- lot of fights in three years, though, I'd say. And I think, I, if I
1: remember right, he had a terrible strategy. Like, he tried to grapple with Pantoja, and he eventually got submitted by
0: rear Yeah, I think you're right. Think
1: the grappling exchanges were fun and exciting, but he eventually got submitted, and, like, it's like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, you – that's not your – I mean, pa- Roy Vell's a good, great
0: grappler, but it's like – He's like a really good grappler if he drops somebody, though. Yeah.
1: He's a he's a scrambler, like a chaos guy. So yeah. I think that's the next fight if they don't run back Moreno Pantoja. But um it's nice, man. They were gonna kill this division, what, two and a half years ago?
0: Yeah, now it's got some heat.
1: And Moreno's like a huge fan favorite.
0: Yeah, I don't get it. And he's he not <laughs> I don't think
1: he can move up to 135.
0: He's not a JLT favorite, but <laughs> Yeah, he's a little dork. But
1: um speaking of uh why, uh Dom Cruz versus uh uh, Davis and Figueredo is announced. Really? Yeah. That's that should a, be a good fight. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that cruise is going to be big, but big, pretty big for Figueredo. But yeah, I don't think Figueredo is ready for the 135ers. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a tough one. But either way, maybe it'll go back to 125. But we'll keep it moving here. We've got Robert Whitaker, du pluses. If anyone said they saw this coming, they are a liar.
0: <laughs> yeah, Dreykus is the man, dude. I guess his nose, uh, the nose job really really changed the yep. game for him dude yep, he didn't he look it. gassed at all he didn't get do his drunken sailor wobble at I all know, and was, i was
1: telling everybody i might like, just wait till the second round this guy's gonna be f- flailing all over the place it's so funny it's, it's like the most entertaining fighter and then he just kept it tight the whole time and just still entertaining though yeah he's still in i feel like i gave him as good of a shot as anybody like i'm i'm just trying to give myself moral victories because i was still like but whitaker's gonna smash him but i was like this guy's like crazy strong, and powerful he's knocked out i think two or three guys that had never been knocked out
0: yeah i I always forget like after a Drakus fight, I'm like, Drakus is going to be the champ. And then, like, I forget about it, and time goes on. And then it comes to picking his next fight, and I'm like, Drakus isn't that good. And then after the fight, after every fight, I'm like, all right, future champ. It's
1: because he usually pulls... He's usually getting destroyed at one point or another in his fight and, like, pulls out,
0: like, a, a Hail Mary. Yeah, and it looks like he's all but done, and then he somehow wins. This fight, he did not need any Hail Marys. No, he didn't. He, I mean whitaker was piecing him up a little bit but um i mean he was in it the entire time and then he got the finish so yeah um with that you said f- we kind of forgot whitaker is a little chinny you know a
1: little chinny and whitaker the whitaker that lost out of Sonny the first time was like kind of like out of fighting
0: he like he needed to re like oh yeah he was all sick for a long time and then he had gotten his ass was, kicked by and, yo romero for a bunch of times before that
1: yeah and he was like he said too he was just like burnt out and he had like a hernia issue and he was just like did not not in it mentally like maybe that's what happens when you fight like eight guys in a row and you just put on these great performances but you have to climb this mountain of insane killers
0: yeah right
1: finally you've just been beat down enough that this <laughs> wild man comes in there and you're just like I'm just taking this fight off yeah if I, I win know. I win if I don't I don't like what if if he wins what he gets his third fight with Adesanya like it's not a lot it's just been a tough it's been yeah, tough for a yeah he just gets Whitaker.
0: beat up by Adesanya again he he knows like. He's 1B, you know, and now yeah. he might be 1C after, uh, after Dreykus rolls through. I just can't help but think, though, that Dreykus is going to be Paulo Costa part, part two against Adesanya. <laughs> no, dude, he's, he's the real champ. The real African <laughs> champ.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling we're going to get to that in a little bit. So let's, let's keep it on the fights. Um, Jalen Turner, Dan Hooker, both on Jalen Turner. Um, fair play here. This bet got totally voided the second he missed weight by three pounds. That's red flag.
0: Yeah. I'd I'd agree. I mean, Jalen Turner he he looked good in the first round. And he gassed, and Dan Hooker is a guy you can't slow down against because uh, dude, he
1: looked good in the second round too. He just got dropped at the end of it. Like, oh
0: yeah, yeah, I just, forgot about that. He gave he lost the second round late, and then the third
1: round, like yeah, he gassed. He was out. Tough weight cut, missed by three pounds. Like Dan Hooker, like I said, Dan Hooker, you can't you can't bet on him when you can't bet against him because if he Gets sparked in thirty seconds. That's a possibility. Michael Chandler did it to him. Arnold Allen did it to him. Although that was a weight class below, he never maybe was not. you know, That was probably not a great strategy by him. But if he gets going, then you get to, you get like the hooker, uh, the Dan Hooker that was in the Felder fight, the Poirier fight. The, like that guy can fight it with anybody. Yeah, exactly. Seems to be like you know endless chin, like uh ultimate durability
0: yeah he's either got no durability or tons of durability it doesn't make any sense but uh yeah hooker's a guy he just there. yeah there's no quitting him dude he um what he broke his arm and his orbital so yeah
1: and he had and he showed up with the terrible tattoos and the the bleach hair that we also <laughs> we joked about it but that theory has been wildly accurate like i don't even know what the stats are brad
0: i can't remember the last time a blonde haired fighter lost in like uh I, I know Phil Hawes lost one with blonde hair, Derek but Brunson his, lost his a hair drakus. was falling out also during that fight, so I don't think that counts. And Derek Brunson lost to Drakus. If you bleach your hair to the point where it's falling out in chunks. Well, just the
1: last two weeks, the, the two guys that bleach hair, that elves, uh, Elvis, whatever his uh, name was, he was like... Elvis about,
0: Edler? Elder? Is yeah. He, uh, was that him?
1: Yeah. The, he was like a plus 600.
0: Is he on this card?
1: No. Oh, no. Sure.
0: it's Evan Elder.
1: It was yeah. He was the dude that beat Uh Guram Kudalabe, and there's no way he's gonna be allowed to uh, fight again for a while. He had that giant cut yeah. in his head, but he had bleached hair. And Dan Hooker showed up with bleach hair. Figured he'd try it out. He's got nothing else to lose, and.
0: Yeah, if I'm on a losing streak in the UFC, or I, even if I'm on a win streak, I guess why not try to blonde, dye your hair blonde at this point? It worked for Charles, it
1: worked for it's worked for Derek Brunson, it's worked for countless guys. Like there's something to this. I think it scares the
0: opponent. You know, this guy doesn't give a fuck. He <laughs> yeah. dyed his hair blonde.
1: Yeah, that and those insanely terrible tattoos that looked even worse on TV. That Dan Huck forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they looked really
0: stupid. <laughs> They're terrible. Somebody, I think Bisbing or somebody started talking about it during the broadcast. <laughs> or well, no, Bisbing wasn't on. Or maybe he was on the desk. Bisbing was on, on the desk. Not.
1: Actually, side tangent here. Like that was actually maybe the reason I thought the card was so good is they had Bisbing and Cruz on the desk. Yeah, and then
0: they had the A team in the booth. Like it was a good combination. And then they, I think they feel like it's more official on the pay per view, so they don't get like Bisbing stays a little bit in control. Bisbing's great on the desk though. He shouldn't want to do the commentary. Yeah. I agree because he needs when he he's
1: talking he needs the audience to only be on him but that's not how it works like you're, when there's a fight going on we're supposed to be
0: watching the fight yeah and he's trying to steal the show yeah
1: exactly so he's great on the desk because it's there's no action going on behind him so sh- that was a that was a great a great uh, commentary booth as well um, I'm all over the place but let's get back to the fights we got Bo Nickel versus Val Woodbury and we already talked about this one uh, short fight quick fight no this wasn't a test for Bo Nickel. Um, it was more of a you know a hype train builder type of thing, maybe a little highlight reel snippet.
0: Yeah, just a free fight for uh, for the not so good Bo Bo Nickel. So
1: all right, uh, Robbie Lowe or Nico Price. I,
0: Dude, this I'm is I'm a insane. little
1: skeptical here. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Number one, Nico Price has looked terrible in a few of his recent fights.
0: Yeah, but I mean, Robbie looked like he had a full blown case of CTE going, <laughs> and like the Nick Diaz fight and stuff. So yeah,
1: and he didn't look like he hit. Like they were clinch, guys don't really get knocked out from the clinch like that. You think he took a dive, dude? He went out cold, limp,
0: out of nowhere from a couple punches in the clinch. Like it was, it would be a really good acting job though if he was faking it.
1: Yeah, but imagine if all you had to do is go limp and
0: just sell, sell it completely. Like a lot's riding on the line here. Like Dana obviously loves Robbie Lawler. It's like one of his favorite fighters. So we just haven't seen Robbie
1: do anything in so long.
0: No, and he gets that clinch, and yeah, it's short shots, and he sparks them with them. So I, it was weird, but uh, I mean, Robbie did look like a Terminator. I'm not gonna go as far as saying it was well, set up,
1: but Rob, he, lo- he the tenseness he's had and stuff in his recent fights did was not there. Like he was moving really good. Yeah, he looked <laughs> the best he's looked in a
0: very, very, very long time. Yeah, maybe that should be the take. Uh, Robbie thought he will fight in the UFC again. <laughs> like, <laughs> when a be, guy gets a win like that, they don't retire, dude. They don't retire. To, he
1: had to be thinking when he was going out, like, I didn't even get touched. Why wouldn't I fight again? Yeah, like, exactly. This is a free one. This is a free fight.
0: One so, more.
1: Yeah, because you know uh, when a guy like that is like a guy who lives for fighting, when they're talking about retirement, they're talking like with their family like, I don't know how much more damage I, should, I can take. One more fight, I can do that. But then when you take no damage, you're like, One more fight because I didn't get any... Like, we're talking about I get to get damaged once more, and I didn't get damaged in this one, so I get one more, right? Run it back. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe Robbie Robbie Lawler comes back or signs with another promotion whatever. Either way, that couldn't have gone better for him. Everyone was complaining that he was on the... He was the uh, featured prelim instead of on the pay-per-view.
0: I think that's stupid. I mean, you get more eyes on you and stuff. It's a bigger spot.
1: And you get that big break afterwards. Like, they let him take his... uh, Take his time. They showed his highlight tape afterwards. Yeah,
0: it was because there was a bunch of uh, dude. There was, there was a bunch so of finishes. Many finishes. They were like twenty five minutes early. They there said was so many finishes. <laughs> so it worked out. They had the montage ready to go and stuff.
1: Yeah, and then they let him take half an hour to get out of the octagon. Like it was, it was crazy, but that was awesome. Um, one of the few guys to make it to the end of his career without a beef with Dana and retire on his own terms.
0: Yeah, right. Or That's probably why I got the video montage and nobody else does. <laughs> <laughs> no one else has ever made it that far. He yeah. beat the game. He's the first guy to beat the game. Seems like it. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, Jimmy
1: Crute, Alonzo Mennefield. This was free money here. Alonzo Menafield was the underdog. We were both all over this one. He beat Crute within an inch of his life last time. Um, a fence grab, made it a draw. They're just, Crute is not that dynamic to where, like, he's going to make all these big changes or anything. It's, it was going to be more of the same. Um, this fight may have even been closer, but Mennefield was still winning the whole fight. Uh, Crute did have some decent takedowns. But then Menafield got him in, like, a weird, like, modified guillotine choke. Um, I think he just twisted it funny as they were going down, and he got him in, like, one of those instant insta-tap moments. Yeah. And uh, that was it. And crew uh, took his gloves off. He – his team snatched him up real quick. Obviously, probably was just a reaction to his uh, disappointment that he's just not had the success towards the top 15 that he's wanted to have. Sounds like he's going to take a break from the sport. Um, I mean – i don't want him to take a break i bet against him every time and it always pays off so yeah
0: it's like dude jimmy crew a guy who's highly overrated and i think alonzo Menafield's kind of underrated so it's because, like a good but matchup
1: Menafield was overrated and then he and he stumbled, gassed a like, bunch in a row he stumbled and then, a couple yeah. times against devin clark and osp
0: yeah yeah and then but now he's like wait everybody just completely wrote him off after that and yep. i mean he's still got some quality wins after that so
1: yeah yeah and the guy he's got he's powerful he's a pretty good wrestler like he's
0: yeah, I don't know if his wrestling's that good as much as he's just strong. He's able to stuff yeah. takedowns against guys that aren't elite wrestlers. Yeah, so that was a that was nice though
1: to see him as the coming as the underdog there. That that still blows my mind, but I was happy it happened. So um, that's it for our recap. There was just a lot of great finishes on this card. You couldn't possibly go through them all, but there was a lot of good ones.
0: Yeah, there was. This was this was a sick card. Like I said, it's one one and three year card.
1: Yeah. Yep yeah a rare one and three year card yeah. i don't know what they call that like in a weather like an el nino or something <laughs> yeah. an el nino card el nino that's all right all right we can move on then to our uh segments here is he awesome in our weekly call out um it's your turn to go first this week so i have a feeling we're going to be tag teaming a couple of these but go ahead and you
0: can uh start things off oh yeah we'll probably be tag teaming the call for sure but um uh, isn't he awesome we talked about it a, a little bit just now, but Robbie Lawler, um, sick way to go out. Tip of the cap. Yeah, definitely. And we'll give a shout out to our boy, Dreykus, dude. The, uh, and, uh, that will follow us into the call out. And, uh, it's Israel Adesanya for me yep, because, same. uh, dude, Chael Sonnen on the MMA hour. And it's also, it's a combination of Is- Israel Adesanya and Ariel Hawani. We haven't done Ariel in a while. Uh, yeah. So he, he's had it coming. Uh, he's been getting off easy, but, um, just this whole drama about Dreykus being a racist. It's just absolutely insane. And on him made a great point on the MMA hour that um the only person he's heard talk about race is Is Israel, so is Izzy. So it's not like Dreykus has just said that he is African born, African raised, like that he lives and fights in Africa like none of the other champions do. He's gonna be the first person that, you know, trains and stuff in Africa too and lives there. Uh, to be the champ, to be a champ in the UFC, which is hundred percent true. And then Izzy, this where he gets king of cringe. He just sees this as a way to sell the fight, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't think he thinks Drikus is racist. Or I don't think he thought the comments were racist. But he just like, oh, I can twist his words here and make this all about race and whatnot. And I mean, Africa, they had. You know the apartheid, so um, it's like a hot button issue where you can kind of twist it more easily, I think, than than normal. So um, yeah, it's a, it's kind of a weird situation. I'd rather not have this to promote in the fight, but <laughs> this is uh, bad.
1: Yeah, it's, it's ugly too because we don't know. Uh, I don't I don't know if Drakus does live in Salt. Like he doesn't know like. A, a pr- Probably a sump, including a little. He doesn't really know, like, American media standards. Yeah. He could easily slip up and say something that gets him in big trouble.
0: Yeah, right, exactly. That's not even bad,
1: but we just have these crazy standards where, like, certain things are just not acceptable.
0: And then Adesanya in the cage was just brutal, dude. They shouldn't have let him in there, in my opinion. Like, let Dreykus have his moment. He just knocked out uh robert, robert Whitaker one of the best in the world and you know pretty much sealed the deal for a title shot and you get then you get izzy in there just i mean yelling you know which word at him over and over again yeah, like trying to bait just, him into saying yeah, it or something it's like, just weird dude
1: yeah, uh, honestly, the funny thing to me, too, is that, like, Dreykus, who did not know that was going to happen, ha- like, had the better... He was better on the microphone than Adesanya.
0: Yeah, way more composed. But I when was he, so afraid. When he, he was, when he was like, I'm not your brother, I thought he, I thought he was about to, go, about to go in, and then uh, he refrained. Like, I'm like, this is, like, the start of a bad sentence, you know? Yeah, I was I was like, oh, God,
1: here we go. Like, this is going to be bad, bad, bad. Um, luckily, it would be Dana White, uh he probably would be like, yeah, we're not, you know, canceling this guy for that. But he was ready with his – his line was pretty slick. What did he say? Like, I'm not – you're no brother of mine or something like that? Yeah, some, Yeah, I'm exactly. African, but you're no brother of mine. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, he's, exactly.
1: He was ready. I mean, he was ready. He – uh, yeah, he lit him up in the, on the microphone. Adesanya just so cringy on the microphone. Like Dude, just, absolutely terrible. He's just not terrible. a good trash talker. And he does well everywhere else. He does well on social media. He does well on – oh, speak, did you hear – did you listen to Sean Strickland on Joe
0: Rogan? Yeah, dude. I just finished... Oh, I was going to give him Isn't He Awesome, too, because... All right, well, you, can go, uh, you can go ahead and tack it on here if you want, because yeah. that was insane. Dude, he's out of his mind. I actually thought he was funnier than I than I think he is on, like, social media or stuff when I do he see stuff need, from him, but... He uh, Sean Strickland didn't need two hours. He needed about 45 minutes. Yeah, dude. It got a little off the rails. Yeah, it was really good for 45 minutes, I thought, and then he he started to focus on, like, wanting to kill somebody, and it got really uncomfortable. Rogan started being, like, his therapist. Yeah, it turned <laughs> into a therapy session. I don't think you're really a bad guy, Sean, but... Uh, but he did bring you're... up the thing we always
1: bring up that it seems like no one else ever talks about, out of signing jerking off his dog on Instagram. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're the only ones that ever talked about Not even Rogan that. knew about it, dude. Yeah, and Rogan refused who... to watch it. He just, like, he completely denied that that he jerked his dog off, and it was just, like, even if it's true, I don't want to know. I don't want to <laughs> see it. Like dude he really did that on instagram and everyone just gave him a pass except us but he blocked us on instagram so yeah so we we don't have any way to out (laughs) him on it but um yeah he is a dog jerker um he's he's a weird guy he dude i don't get it everybody thinks he's like conor mcgregor now like he's like the face like that we have to see every pay-per-view is he's there you notice that he's at every pay-per-view acting like an idiot
1: I get that he's likable like
0: he's likable i don't think he's likable at all dude i every time i guess he's likable if you like comic books and stuff you know <laughs> i think it's or more not just comic like books whatever he you looks
1: like. he looks kind of like a he doesn't look like a scary fighter guy he looks kind of like a normal guy um he wears makeup he goofs, and pearls he does goof off like he goofs around he's usually like smiling and joking he's supports his teammates a lot like he does like he does seem like a like not like a bad guy he's just cri- like he just he's not built for that like
0: He hates his (laughs) ex-girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Well, it sounds like, yeah, she tried to extort him. Um, She may, that may also just be a side story to get,
0: uh, get the gay, the gay scent off of him. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It was definitely his boyfriend, dude. (laughs) Nobody wears a choker pearl necklace that, that doesn't have a little, uh, sugar in the tank, as people say.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it sounds like he's getting converged on by all angles. Now he's got Dreykus after him. He's got Sean Strickland after him. Like that's, Combo, I wouldn't want,
0: yeah, exactly. Not that there's anything wrong with Izzy being a little fruity, but um, it is what it is, you know, yeah,
1: exactly. And he just he's just not good in the moment on
0: the microphone, his trash talk is terrible, dude. Yeah, it's he just st- kept yelling over and over again the same word. It's like, all right, Come on, like let's hear something he's, different.
1: He's been in the spotlight long enough that he should have gotten better at trash talking. Yeah, right
0: like now. can he go to like a? Kamara Usman got better at trash like talking. Like a speech coach or something. Like just be like, yeah, just think, but just think it over. Like Kamara Usman got way better at trash talking. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people have, and he just gets worse. I feel like if anything, he's worse than he used to be. Yeah, I think so. I think he used to actually think about what he's going to say because he'd actually have like pre-planned lines. They'd just be corny as fuck. But uh not He had a pretty good speech after
1: he knocked out Pereira. That was probably his like best best yeah. post fight thing. But he wasn't trying to be like a Cringe like, Lord. Cr- yeah, he wasn't trying to be that cringy and like over the top uh like like I don't know if it's like mean or like I don't
0: know. He's just not good at it. Yeah, he's the real cring- king of cringe as we've been saying for a while. But yeah, to get onto Halwani, he just dude, he so he at the beginning of his show, he's like, "We're going to play all the clips" So he's like, on these hot-button issues, we don't really like to tell you what to think, so we're going to play all these clips and just let you decide. And then, like in between every clip, he infers that Drake is racist. <laughs> like he's like, so this is why this is problematic. It's like, dude, you just told me you weren't gonna tell me what to think, and you're fucking like slanting every single clip. Like you said, you're just gonna play the clips, but now I gotta listen to your commentary after every single one, like basically <laughs> telling me how I should interpret this. Like, and I don't interpret it like he does. He's he's all about interpreting and as race. And Chael's like the only person that brought brought race into it was is Izzy. And then he's like, yeah, but the apartheid and uh, Africa politics and we just don't know how that makes certain people feel and it's like dude you said you weren't you didn't have an opinion on it it seems like you got a huge opinion on it
1: it would be a little crazier if uh one of the if adesanya was south african a black south african and he was saying you're not a real south
0: african or something
1: then it would be a little crazy but he's talking about like a nigerian he's just saying i'm the only real african like i'm the only fighter who trains in africa
0: yeah and israel's a. A Chinese guy, oh according yeah, Sean, to Sean Strickland. Strickland.
1: That was good. He he pulled up the clip on that one too. And again, like that was when that clip of...
0: seems so weird, dude. He's talking in like is he's talking in like this weird like soft voice, and yeah. he's like, I'm well,
1: he was also quite a bit younger. Probably didn't have a lot of money at the time. He was like kickboxing.
0: Yeah, I guess they give him like twenty grand to say he's Chinese, and he probably was like, all right.
1: Yeah, and he, it sounded like he was like under some kind of like sketchy like, sedated by... <laughs> no, it was just, like, sketchy marketing, because he's, like, master so-and-so came and trained me on this. Oh, like he, yeah. He's he was like, never doing, like, kung fu or anything. He's, like,
0: I was doing Chinese wushu. Yeah, and- like, he
1: was... he was. It was a marketing thing. He was getting paid to, like, market. But, yeah, I mean, the Drakus signing thing is just just goofy when you get down to it. Like, all we need to see is these guys fight. I think Drakus makes a fair point by saying, like, I'm, I actually train in Africa. I actually live in Africa full-time. There's no reason to It's not that deep Yeah Exactly That's the end of the depth And people who want to sell Something else are um, What do you call them Like race baiters
0: Yeah Is it going to sell Pay-per-views You think though I don't know because maybe if Dragos would have followed up with uh, the word is he was repeating, he would have sold a lot of paper per He would have sold all
1: the, yeah that that would have been good. I think the the lead-up will be pretty good. I think they'll be able to get them going back and forth on some other stuff.
0: Yeah, but hopefully. The, I really hope the lead-up. If the lead-up is all like
1: the important race thing is stuff, that they don't it's like going to be other.
0: brutal. You know,
1: the important thing is that they don't like each other.
0: Yeah, exactly. I just hope it's like doesn't get so focused on it. It's like all we hear about leading up to the fight. That'd be annoying. Yeah.
1: I'm with you on that. I think that's I think that that is 100% would be that ho- that hopefully is not the angle that goes, but that's
0: the way it's going though. That's all that's been talked about.
1: Well, I th- I think Adesanya sees like an angle in that too, like to build Uh-oh. himself as a good yeah, guy. Yeah,
0: I think he just I don't even think he believes any I don't think he actually thinks what he's saying that Drake's is racist and stuff. I think he just saw, oh, this is almost controversial. Let me just like spin it a certain way and I can sell the fight with this. That's that's all I think it is. And now he's just taking it out of control you know
1: yeah i think so so we'll we'll keep an eye on that one we'll see this could this could get dark quickly let's say uh let's uh hope it doesn't go like the khabib muslim versus conor mcgregor route um because those things tend to turn out pretty ugly but um yeah it's definitely going that route
0: right now yeah maybe this is uh it could be worse honestly (laughs) even the way it's going right now
1: i just i just my biggest thing is like drake is just probably Somebody should fill him in quickly, but he really doesn't live in the USA. He really does. I'm sure he doesn't know, like, how touchy the U.S. media, MMA journalism, all that stuff is. Like, he's on thin ice. Yeah. And he doesn't deserve to be.
0: Yeah, he didn't even say anything wrong, but um, it's uh, it's being spun that way. And it just takes one... He he didn't say anything wrong, and they'd take it in a certain way. So if he says something that's borderline, then they're going to take that as really bad, you know? So he doesn't got much room to... Maybe he should just do it, go full heel. <laughs> that would be insane. He's going to
1: have a ace in his, in his back pocket this whole time.
0: He's going to dress up like a fucking having, like a George Washington
1: or something. He's going to have a nuke in his pocket waiting this whole time, dude. It's always ready to blow the whole thing up if he needs to, so... Let's hope it doesn't come to that. Um, Drakus is our next champion, though. All right. I guess we should jump into mine here. I got it. Isn't he awesome? It's time to give credit where it's due. Francis and Ngannou got it, dude. He got it done. Oh,
0: yeah. He got the... I forgot about that. Jesus. Does
1: any part of you think that Thomas Thomas Fury, Tyson Fury, shows up this, that this event actually happens? I think where it's going to happen.
0: I think, I think it was like the best thing for, for Francis was the... I think Fury just stepping back from the Usyk fight, and then it's like... Well, I can take this e- easy fight and make a bunch of money, like why not? And it's being paid for. The it seems like the reason it got done was cuz Saudi Arabia is Anytime. paying for it. Ne- so, yeah,
1: you could have you could have asked me where's the where is this where would this fight go down? I'd say Saudi Arabia though. Yeah, pay, they're the only one it.
0: that's going to take the risk because they don't care if they lose the money. It's just about holding the fight really it seems yeah. like.
1: Yeah, and I'm guessing those I'm guessing Francis is getting his payday that he wanted. I don't haven't heard the terms. How yeah, he's this, getting a lot
0: of money, right? How do
1: you think this fight plays out, though? Do you think it goes three rounds, four rounds, five rounds, six rounds? Tyson Fury is not really, like, a patient guy when he fights. He's pretty active pretty quick.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, Nagano we've seen like... And he's
1: also hittable uh, on occasion. Not necessarily, I don't know, like, Deontay Wilder's an example of a guy who's not really a great boxer but has a ton of power. He was able to hit Fury probably close to 10 or 15 times full power. In his yeah, but throat. Francis
0: doesn't even have the power of that, that. No, um, he does
1: not. And also Francis had a lot of trouble even hitting like Cyril Gaon.
0: Yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. He had to wrestle Cyril Gaon, and like, imagine what Tyson Fury is going to do to up him. He by Cyril Gaon. Yeah, and he was look, looking terrible on the feet for Cyril Gaon, like, and that's not the best boxer in the world. Were you those know?
1: odds Terry sent out real? Is, is Francis really only plus 300?
0: I think so. That'd be kind of crazy, but I that I seems believe it's
1: insane. I thought he would be like plus plus twenty five. Yeah,
0: if I had like $100,000, I'd easily put it on Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury minus yeah. 400 like But yeah. not you got to worry about there's no they said this could possibly be like mixed rules fight and stuff oh, we like that. Oh, don't even know the though, yeah, yeah, there hasn't been any It's going to be boxing though, right? Francis
1: Francis only wants to box.
0: Yeah, the report was like it was going to be boxing and stuff, but you never know. It could be I guess you would kind of want to know what the <laughs> exact rules are. If they're in MMA gloves like that definitely, like, increases the chances of Francis Ngannou winning. Yeah. I It's crazy, man. Like, you know, because in MMA gloves, anything can happen. Like, that's when... Well, your glove isn't a
1: shield anymore.
0: Yeah, exactly. Francis doesn't really even have a puncher's chance, I feel like. And, I mean, I guess anybody does, but it'd be very difficult. Like, we saw, like like you said, the Cyril Gaon fight. Like, Tyson Fury is going to just, like, dance circles around him, you know?
1: Francis will likely be bigger than... Tyson Fury though. Like he'll be 275 pounds, which is about Tyson Fury's biggest as he's ever been. Yeah. Not biggest. He's been like 400 pounds, but biggest he's ever stepped in the ring on. Whereas Deontay Wilder only came in the ring at like 212 pounds. Yeah. I think that's he came in at like 230 in their third fight. Um, but still France will be significantly bigger than that. But I mean, I just think France is gonna be slow. I think Fury's gonna just jab, 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 jab. Fury has such long arms.
0: Yeah. They're in MMA gloves, and I mean Fury doesn't know how to defend with them, and you can't really you gotta be you got to defend more with actually actual movement and whatnot than with your with your gloves so and then anything can happen but if it's in boxing gloves if it's in you know 12 ounce gloves or whatever this is just connor versus floyd all over again like we're to like well it's gonna be exactly like that connor has the power like he just needs one like tyson fury is just gonna let him like let him like look all right for the beginning of the fight and then just gonna slowly pick up steam and just Beat him in like the seventh round or something. This is
1: best case scenario for an Engano though, because if he fought some some nobody bum and lost, then it's the dream's over. Like he gets to fight yeah. the best guy day one.
0: Yeah, exactly. For and like, then he
1: gets to quit fighting forever.
0: Yeah, for probably like fifty or million bucks. Go or something. fight the
1: PFL if he even wants to. Um, so yeah, and even on that Sean Strickland podcast with Joe Rogan. Rogan's like, dude, he just thinks he's going to fight Tyson Fury and it's just not going to happen. Yeah,
0: Rogan said that. Yeah, I remember that. Maybe yeah, was a it's little funny bit, that they were talking about it just like a week or two ago.
1: And Yeah, and maybe he's a little bit uh, like on Dana's side because he's like, you know, UFC guy. So, oh, for sure. So he's just like, oh, yeah, and maybe I think he can let some people get in his head, talk him into some stuff. It's just not going to happen, but it happened, so got to give Francis credit. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's been agreed to, so we'll see what happens so right i feel like if worst case scenario if if fury drops out someone will at least step in like it's there's like a framework in place
0: yeah that's true they might replace them with somebody big too
1: yeah yeah there's a couple options there so uh my call out was izzy uh, i don't really have anything i don't have any other call outs it's just been a very positive week in mma it's been good it was a great
0: card um, yeah if it wasn't for izzy going uh,
1: yeah the only one that kind of uh kind of made it uh like even even like like Trump was there, and like it didn't cause any tidal waves of like mass yeah. hysteria or anything. So it was like it was just a harmonious weekend. Of I saw all the MMA journalists were happy with the card. Like there was no like
0: yeah, there was some, like Jack White was bitching about Joe Rogan and them hanging out with Trump at the Roy? fights. Yeah, I didn't the see that. White Stripes dude or whatever. He must be like super. Is he into liberal or whatever? I don't know. He might be. I don't know, but he might have just saw it and like a tweet or something. Just sought, sought it out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Ro- Ro-
1: the worlds finally collided. Rogan and Trump finally cr- shook hands. <laughs> yeah, It was right. a power handshake, too. Nobody wanted to let go. I guarantee you Trump has to be on the podcast.
0: Definitely. He's
1: he- probably been trying to do it. I, I, th- I think Rogan's openly said, like, they've their team was, like, tried to work out having a podcast.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. And I don't
1: remember why. He, he said a reason why he
0: didn't do it, because he's had plenty of other political candidates on there. I don't think because he doesn't really like him as president, <laughs> to be yeah. a president. But, um, yeah, because you think... It'd be a no-brainer, right? Like Trump's be done the biggest, like the Nelk Boys and it stuff. Would be so the biggest podcast ever. Yeah, it'd be, be
1: like beat the Elon one, beat the Kanye West one. It'd be if the, he was
0: still on, uh, well, I guess not, because if he's still on YouTube, it'd get pulled anyways. But see, if it wouldn't get pulled, then it, he'd probably do it because he was getting paid per view then instead of like just a big lump sum. Can you by imagine Spotify?
1: Spotify going insane?
0: Yeah, he should do it though because his the quality of his guests since he's moved to Austin, Texas has just been a straight downhill. At the beginning people were going because it was like, Oh, let's go visit Joe. And now it's like a hat comedian from the mothership or a MMA fighter for like the last, I I like the MMA fighter ones, but the fucking Sean Strickland one's the first one I've listened to in two years. Yeah. They're really, really bad guests. It's mostly just shitty comedians like, and, uh, that aren't funny. So yeah, it's, it's, I haven't listened to it since he moved there. Um, like there's yeah. not like a bunch of scientists on anymore, which I always enjoyed or anything. But uh, yeah, also, just, yeah,
1: I used to just listen to whoever I was like, oh, a new guy I've never heard of. I'll pro- it'll probably be interesting. I just kind of stopped doing that eventually. Spotify is really annoying though because they start the episode right away. But if you, and then the, the commercials kick in at random intermittent intervals, Yeah. but if you want to go back and listen 10 seconds, like a, like the commercial ends and they kick back and it's like they start... You like got to listen to
0: the commercial again. You got to like go through in a the same minute spot. and a half
1: of commercials again. How do they not, like YouTube has that software where you can go back and it doesn't play an ad again. Yeah.
0: It's but terrible. You can fast forward them, so...
1: Yeah, but it's annoying because, like, I'm always at my AirPods and my phone is somewhere else. And I got to go back and, like, press, like,
0: skip, skip, yeah, skip, skip, skip. And then if you skip
1: a little bit past where it starts again, you have to go back. Then you start to start over And again. it's
0: bullshit. I'm paying for Spotify Premium. Yet, I gotta fucking listen to the ads on all these podcasts. Why
1: can't it just be seven minutes at the beginning like it used to be, and you could just know you get to skip to yeah. like the six thirty mark? I
0: don't get it. Like, I pay for Spotify Premium, so I don't have to listen to ads. I don't have to listen to them when I listen to music. But for some reason, podcast is exempt from the premium test. Do I can I pay like a few bucks more to get fucking no ads during podcast? A check mark next to your name and
1: Spotify <laughs> yeah. Extra Premium. I don't know. But anyways, um, yeah. So a lot going on. Um, we'll move on though to our. Our preview here, there we probably won't have quite as much to say about this. Um, everyone knows how we feel about the Holly Holm headlined fights. Is that what this? That's what this is? Is this a Holly yeah, Holm? Yeah,
0: Holly Holm headliner. Um, this is a brutal card. Like this is just everybody from the Tuesday Night Contender Series who they're thinking about getting rid of. They're just like we can cut fifty percent of the card after this. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so we got Holly Holm.
0: Uh, Doesn't it look like it? Yeah, it's like all right. These are all.
1: You know what would make this
0: card way more exciting though? They should. uh, They should advertise it. it. Loser goes home. This is the. The make or break card for Dude, that would be sick. That then you'd be, see guys like literally see their dreams fucking evaporate in front of their eyes when they lose a decision. Like, and they like literally they might fight harder, bring security and fucking <laughs> escort them out of the octagon and just fucking boot them on this curb. And they you gotta watch the fucking don't camera get to go the, to the whole time. You don't even get to
1: go to the uh, you don't even get to go to the locker room. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go at the, the if you other need to go exit, to the hospital,
0: you drive yourself. <laughs> you
1: go out the other you go out the other cage exit straight to through <laughs> yeah.
0: the exit. Yeah, the fighters getting fucking taken in an ambulance and they ha- have him hand over his insurance card (laughs)
1: uh yeah i mean that that may very well be what's happening we just don't have uh we just haven't got official word on it one fighter we know they're not going to cut no matter what is holly holm though she will be fighting for the next 10 years and
0: headlining yeah she doesn't take any damage she just is boring and she'll yeah she's gonna she's already almost like 50 right
1: something she's up there she's she's definitely well into her 40s right She's got to be. She's uh, she's also a minus 175 favorite, though, against Myra Bueno Silva, plus 145. The thing is, she
0: wins. I think she's probably going to win this fight, which is insane.
1: Yeah. She'll do her key eyes and her, uh, her, what do they call that? Like yeah. What do you call it when you get them up against the cage and you just hold on to them? Clinch? Yeah, like a clinch, like a, uh, yeah, like fence fence work, clinch work on the fence. Like, yeah, yeah. She'll do that. Um, Myra Buena Silva hasn't really shown to be like, I don't know. This is just, this division is just not, I mean, this is just, it's just, this is not headline
0: material. It's boring. They're like, let's try to get Holly home one more title fight before we send her out to pasture.
1: Yeah. If she'll even go. Um,
0: Yeah. It does. Right.
1: The more, the more exciting thing is if she wins last time she got on the microphone, it was something about like saving the children from predators. So... (laughs) I think it even got her a spot on Fox News. I'm not really sure, but like the, the, that's the more exciting thing to look forward to if we have to watch the fights, since the league is now operating. Like I kind of have to watch them. Um, at least it could be a, potentially an interesting. And she's like really awkward. She like has like that like I was homeschooled my whole life type of uh, yeah. thing. Like I was homeschooled, homeschooled
0: at the re- at the church. At the church, yeah. She's the preacher' daughter.
1: Homeschooled church, ter- church. Yeah. So forty one. Just- Yeah, and she still has, like, really good abs. Yeah,
0: she's on 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 the juice. She's She's been to Brazil.
1: She's on the John Jones dick pills. (laughs) Yeah,
0: they just have a fucking free (laughs) grab bag at the gym. The The Jackson (laughs) Wink, or the Wink,
1: whatever it is now, the Jacksons. But anyways, uh, yeah, you're on Holly Holm here?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think she's just going to – I mean, Myra Buena Silva, she's going to have to take her down, get control, and and submit her. That's how she usually wins these fights, right? And – I mean, I, I don't think she's going to be able to do that to Holly Holm. I think Holly Holm's going to be able to stay to the outside like she does. She's going to be able to put in a born performance of easy work, kind of just jabbing and doing her thing of not much and grunting and whatnot. But uh, I think she gets a dub on decision, obviously. I wonder what Holly Holm by decision is. Yeah, it's interesting. It. I might be
1: able to pull it up here. Let's yeah, check. it should be
0: on there. Holly Holm, we'll check the
1: props.
0: Because obviously, that's like a guarantee. Like, she doesn't finish anybody except for Ronda Rousey, right? So, yeah, that dude, pe- people don't even realize that. Like, she only,
1: her only like exciting fight was Ronda Rousey.
0: Should be coming up, should be one for home. by decision. a oh, 100, decision. plus 100. Kind of 100. But I mean, it's better, better than minus. If you feel safe,
1: if yeah, if you feel very safe about taking a home, and she generally is a pretty safe fighter. Yeah, she did get robbed one time in a fight. I don't remember who that was against. Well, but.
0: the thing you got to worry about is her doing absolutely nothing and the other person just doing a little bit. So, mm hmm
1: true um next fight we got john young park minus 160 against albert Duraev, uh plus 130 call back to the sean strickland uh he said that he stopped making fun of muslims because albert (laughs) durayev is part of his gym dude he covered all the grounds in that podcast yeah
0: right he's like i'll make fun of jews i'll make fun of anybody but (laughs) i don't make fun of muslims anymore because uh, albert Duraev said he wouldn't be my friend anymore
1: Yep. so uh Albert Duraev getting multiple forms of media exposure this weekend. Um, Plus 130 here. I don't have a lean on this fight. Like, this is just, I don't know where this one's going to go. I don't know. What's your thoughts on how this one goes down?
0: Yeah, I think you take the slight dog money here. Um, Duraev, he, I thought he lost, but he had a close fight with Chidi Nijikwani recently. I Uh, I mean, he he got knocked out by Joaquin Buckley. he's pretty hit or miss and uh but I think this is a fight that he can win, right? Um I, I don't know, I think his his path to victory is takedowns and, and clinch work against the cage. Uh I think he can do that. I think you take the small underdog here, at least that's what I'm gonna do, and uh go with Albert Drive. I don't think Jun Yun Park is just I don't think he can't be beaten here by drive and uh, it's relatively close, but I think at plus one thirty, I think he I think drive wins half the time and you get a little bit of dog money. So uh I think that would be that's the way I'm going at this one. All right, there you have it. Next up
1: we got Attman Azatar minus one oh five, Francisco Prado over minus one fifteen. Um again, don't have a crazy lean on this fight. Just don't have know enough about Francisco Prado. Ottman Azatar, I'll say this. I think he might be getting slightly underrated here, not because I'm saying this, because of any Film I've watched or anything, but that knockout against Matt Favola probably has been is being weight levied against him pretty heavily because before that he looked like a killer,
0: dude. He had won every single fight by let's see, he was 13 and 0 with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 of them being by uh TKO or knockout, two of them being by submission, and one by decision. So, like, he's He's a killer. I, I like Atman Azatar here, um, for sure, is the way I'm going on this one. Uh, Francisco Parado, he's kind of a short, stocky guy. He looks pretty strong. Uh, this is a second UFC fight. I think he's one of those guys that got into the okay. UFC by fighting on short notice uh, in his last fight. Or maybe he fought on Contender Series, but uh, either way, he's only had one fight. Um, he seems decent, but uh, yeah, I think Azatar is... Is better than than Prado at this point. Prado's gonna yeah. be green as a tear. He's not like a UFC vet by any means, but um I mean he's got more experience of thinking I think he's can be a killer. So
1: And the loss to Fravol re- looked really bad at the time, but Fravol just knocked out uh
0: Yeah, he's knocking out, out everybody. Over, it seems like he he's turned a corner, right?
1: Yeah. It seems like and I'm still gonna bet against him in his next fight, but seems like it. Um so yeah. Uh next up we got Nazim Sadik Sadikov minus one forty against Terrence McKinney, plus one fifteen. Terrence McKinney. Man, there's a lot of people that think highly of him. Um he's been hit or miss. Like he knocked out Matt Favreau in five seconds or something. Um and then he's had some great fights with a few other guys. He's also he had a great fight with Drew Dober as well, where he lost, but he looked really, really good.
0: And he looked like shit in his last fight versus uh versus that one, the one of the brothers, Ishmael Bonfin.
1: Yeah, Bonfin knocked him out in the with uh that knee. Brutal knockout, one of the worst knockouts of the year. He yeah, out a long time. Um. Yeah, just one of those guys. Uh, he's just one of those guys. He looks like he could beat everybody. He looks like he could lose to anybody. It's hard to really gauge his fights here. Um, coming in as an underdog, I feel like he performs better as an underdog, but I don't know enough about Nazim Sadikov. So uh, what are your thoughts here?
0: Yeah, I don't know a ton about Nazim Sadakov either, but I think Terrence McKinney is a slight underdog. I'll take it, because he's going to go out there and throw it I think he needs to go back to going out there and throwing down, at least. Yeah. He doesn't well, do that, that, that the quite thing. as much. He like, was
1: winning all his fights by first-round finish, but he was then he gassed one time against Drew Dober, and he's like, oh, I need to start conserving, and then he yeah. started conserving, and he's just been getting lit up ever since. Like,
0: Bonfem, that was a fight where he wasn't the better fighter, like, so he needed to go out there and just throw haymakers and hope to get a flash knockout, and he could have done that, I think. But Bonfin, he, Bonfin was faster. He just more technical, more precise, and McKinney sat back and got pieced the fuck up. So.
1: And that fight made me bet Bonfin against St. Denise, and then I lost the second <laughs> yeah. time. So,
0: so maybe Bonfin isn't even that good because St. Denise is a guy that's like a human punching bag, but I don't know if it was it the same Bonfin brother. I, well, I think it was. There's two of them. I, think, I thought it was. Yeah, I think it was Ishmael. I don't know for sure. But so that
1: was just a chain reaction that Terrence McKinney cost.
0: Yeah. So I if I hope Terrence McKinney goes out there and goes for the finish. Because if he does, I like my odds at plus one fifteen. If he sits back, then I still might be good because I'm not really sure how good Nazim Sadakov is. But uh at that point, I'm not sure. He could get pieced up too. All
1: right. Um anybody else in this card? We have uh Jack Della. Yeah. Jack Della, who I believe in the last one you confused with a uh, Ian Gary. Ian Gary took his wife's name, not Jack Della.
0: Oh, yeah. I was listening back to it, and I was like, wait a second. Ian Gary Machado. Yeah. But he's still got a combo name, so you can see where <laughs> I'd make the mistake.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, did, I didn't think anything of it in real time, but now that I I was listening to it, I was like, wait a second. Um, yeah, so Jack Della, it looks like they found him. He was supposed to fight last week opponent dropped out they found him probably a guy off the contender series he's minus 600 this is kind of a uh uh showcase for him i'm sure um, dude he's
0: like on like the second or third fight of the night like they couldn't throw him on the main card really yeah dude he's like maybe like we since, can squeeze you oh, maybe there. since there's a fall off they'll put him to the main card now but he was on he was like the third fight of the night second or third fight of the night and um they might have changed... Hopefully, they put him on the main card because, Ashley Evans-Smith
1: uh, got re-signed to the UFC. Did she? Yeah, she's fighting... She sign the card?
0: Allie and Perez. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess so. Are you going to sign Beck Rawlings back next? <laughs> yeah, they should. No, we need bech back. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought she'd be gone. Dude, did I miss that fight? Mel Sick versus Tucker Lutz? Where's that? Oh, yeah, it's the... It's actually not a horrible fight. Yeah, that's a pretty good fight. I'm interested to see that one. Um... Man, I don't know where i go with that one. That ones That's a good matchup, I think. So I'd be in... I don't know. I was just like, "Gosh, I should pick that one real fast. But uh, I don't know. I like Bagdasarian, I think. But Tucker Lutz is pretty solid. So and Tucker Lutz good. is one of those guys that I kind of underestimate and I probably pick yep. against too much. But uh, then he wins. So uh, I don't know. I don't
1: know, the, I don't know if he's one of those guys you underestimate. I think he's one of those guys that shows up and looks amazing and then he shows up and gets knocked out in five seconds by Dan Ige. Was that him?
0: Yeah, it was, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, so... He's just been one of those up and down guys. I also believe he finished around with his pants off, or he had the guy's pants off. I'll never <laughs> oh, forget yeah. that he was involved in some sort of,
0: some sort of fight. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, we got Tyson Nam.
1: Yeah, Tyson Nam. Always
0: think he. I believe he got cut and re-signed. He must have got. I think he's a resignee too. I think so. I mean, there's a few of those. There's some guys now where it's like, just how lingers. are they still on there? Yeah. Uh,
1: they probably train in Vegas.
0: Oh yeah, I feel like that's a huge advantage being, going to that performance institute they seem to keep those guys around right probably because they have to see them every day they start liking them or something
1: yeah i think if you want to make it to the ufc and you're like trying to grind it out you got to go you got to move to las vegas and stay in shape year round yeah because that's how you get in
0: yeah that's right because you fight
1: somebody you fight jack dell on your first fight you get smoked and then you get to win. You get to fight your next three fights against people no one's ever heard of, and you get a fair chance. Yeah. Like even I think like Tabitha Ricci, Ricci who's won like every fight. Remember she took that like super late notice fight. Yeah. A uh, weight class up and got knocked out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I she's don't get won why there's every
0: not. Why there's not better gyms in Vegas? I know. I know there's a few good ones, uh, but that, there's not like it, a world class one. That uh, one that everybody goes to. Um, the one that Nagana goes to. The dude, the black dude with long dreads.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember that guy's name. He's like the pad, the Dewey Cooper. Yeah, yeah. And Eric Nixick is the... Oh, yeah, guy. he's the other one, so yeah. it's like XC or something, isn't it? Yeah. Extreme t- Couture or something? Er,
0: yeah, Extreme Couture, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's like the, the, the gym mm-hmm. in Las Vegas, and then the rest of them are probably kind of hacky.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So... Yeah, if you want to be a fighter, I think you just got to go there and stay in shape year-round. I mean, you could probably go there and make a name for yourself and then come back to, like, Arizona or, like, California or something. Something where you can get to Las Vegas in a hurry if needed. Exactly. But, yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, That doesn't change the fact that this card is pretty dog shit compared to.
0: I think the UFC needs to take our idea. If they're trying to sell some of these shitty cards, you just have a loser goes home night yeah be, if you promote it like dude that would i would be so pumped to watch this car even though it's so shitty i would be a loser psych-
1: gets cut winner gets like a bigger bonus
0: yeah because you don't have it's to pay like, the other guy anymore the, so yeah
1: up the stakes a little bit
0: yeah they get their win bonus too
1: yeah and then you get like a yeah and then you get like the occasional like a jack dell on the card he's fun to watch uh he everyone should be keeping an eye on him as he
0: like goes because he. what if dell gets beat does he gotta go home
1: that's the risk you take when you get on this card
0: because you get yeah. paid, you get a bigger like, bonus. We'll give you a really easy fight, but if you fucking lose it, you're done.
1: Yeah, and you just Basile have And they'd have probably, in, a,
0: in that s- circumstance, they'd probably do like some fake cut where they're like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to cut you. Yeah, and then re- say we'd need like a short notice, but we'll give you a fucking 2 months notice. You guys cut and
1: brought back right away. Like, remember when they cut Yair because he wouldn't fight uh, yeah. Zabit?
0: Yeah, goes exactly. And back right away. <laughs> It'd be like that where it's just like, where they're like you thought I was bluffing and they'd cut him and then they just fucking call him right back. And they're like, just kidding.
1: Yeah. That's the, the Dana white world.
0: Yeah. But. Play where he loses his cool and fucking, <laughs> yeah, he's done fucking Sean Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> Fire. It no, was
1: done. Cause he wouldn't fight Zabit. Now he's fighting for a title
0: and Zabit is retired. So
1: I think he's in medical school or something. Really? Yeah. That's what I heard. So I wouldn't let him be my doctor. <laughs> I would be terrified if he came yeah. in the room, but yeah, uh, yeah, he's done fighting, but uh, anyways, I guess we should wrap this up. Um, we are in season now, so we will watch the fights no matter what. Not that we probably wouldn't have anyways, but this would be great if this was like an 11 a.m. card. I don't know if it is or not. But uh, I hope
0: it is. That'd be be awesome. sick
1: Just have it on in the background. But um, either way, we'll be back next week to recap. Um, so good luck on your picks. Enjoy the fights, and we'll see you all next week. Peace.
0: Show. <laughs>